Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits U.S. and U.K. comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. And as you know, dear listener, this show is based upon the special relationship between the U.S. and the U.K. And, you know, this is just for the U.K. listeners. But, uh, hey, how you doing? Cool. Cool. Yeah, me too. Hey, you know, it's been going great hanging with you guys this last 60 years or so, just kicking back, watching Luther. Hey, remember when we invaded Iraq together? <laughs> that was that was fun. I was just thinking maybe it's time we took our special relationship, you know, to the next level. I mean, I love being casual and totally cool, you know, hooking up when you have a bad date with China. I'm just saying you seem to really like Rich Vulture. We love John Oliver. Maybe I could leave a, a few extra branches of Cinnabon at your place, or you could change the name of TK Maxx to TJ Maxx. You know, you know, yeah, you're right, you're right. Forget it. I don't. Let's not spoil this. It's cool. I, no, I'm cool. Hey, how about this weekend we get weird and have a three-way with Liechtenstein, or or we could just play an old-fashioned transatlantic panel game. You are listening to International Waters. For the country that beat Germany and Argentina, if we're talking about wars rather than soccer, it's star of QI and never mind the Buzzcocks, comedian and panel show icon Phil Jupitus. Phil, how are you? Hey, I am tip top, David, sir. How are you, dear boy? Fantastic. Marvelous. Good. We're doing great out here. Cinnabon. I, I feel that uh, there's, a, there's a franchising idea. I want to I muffin mm-hmm. it up a bit. Oh, yeah? I'd like to English it up. We'd, we'd be doing crumpets. Okay. We'd be doing crumpets. We do crumpets and we do biscuits. Cinecrumps? When Krispy Kreme came over here, really, oh. the British people became both crispy and creamy. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, playing also for the country where the number one movie at the box office is Mrs. Brown's Boys de Movie. Mm? Yeah, what the hell is Mrs. Mm? Brown's Boys right. de <laughs> Movie? Look, and I'll point out the long, the awkward pause is actually written into the script. Is that Mrs. Brown's Boys is uh, basically, um, as you may be aware, and the good people of the United States <laughs> know, there is nothing that light entertainers in the United Kingdom enjoy more. I think I'm right in saying this, Sadie. <laughs> that the, the, men like dressing as women, don't they? They, they adore it. Oh, they do, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. I and mean, this you're, is, you're wearing a fetching dress right now. I am, I am indeed right now. I, 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 as a special tribute... To Dave, Adam, and Ria, I have come today dressed as Mamie Eisenhower. Yeah. And <laughs> really, seriously. Let's welcome comedian and award winning playwright Sadie Hasler. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for being here. How's oh, your day going? It's great. Yeah, no, it's been really good. Thanks. Good. I've, I've been what told to rub it in the fact that, um, yeah, we, the drinking thing. I'm, I'm drinking beer, and apparently you're drinking, you're just about to have your first coffee, apparently. Yeah. Of the morning. Some water. Having some lightly chilled water. When I say we're oh. drinking beer, we're, we're drinking Yard's Vale. You, <laughs> oh, God. Is, is I mean, you, things I are about it. to get really crazy yeah. in here. Yeah, we do. We, the British mm-hmm. do drink their beer in distance <laughs> rather than volume. <laughs> yes. We, I mean, not European as well. We won't hold with those types. It's Yard's oh. and feet of beer. Yard's and feet, oh, and by right. the end of the show, we'll be on to miles. Mm. So. Oh, bless you. Yeah. Well, enjoy it. That's the <laughs> way you do it. Why is it the movie? The movie. <laughs> It's it's using the Irish accent. I mean, it's it's tacitly racist, but we can all get on board. Mrs. Brown's boys, the movie. That's that's the way that apparently our our good Irish friends would say the movie. So it's the movie. Oh, 
Race, okay. Racism is okay if it's jolly, right? Oh, yeah, chirpy right. racism is good. If it's, if it's good. chirpy, we're uh, good. Hey, I can, if I go, hey, I'm from Amsterdam, that is not racist because it's chirpy. Because you're happy. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what's crazy? Joyful. You've given me no information at all, and yet I understand the movie 100% better. Yeah, oh, it's basically, it's a bloke dresses as a woman uh, and has some sort of, uh, it's a huge sitcom in the UK, very, very successful. And and what, I, I mean, I don't know if there's much of a tradition for turning sitcoms into movies in the States. Is that Does that work out over there? Yeah, it happens here and there. Does it, but the does city. it work? Does it work? Sex in the I suppose, yeah, that was mm. huge, wasn't it? Well, yeah. sort of. And then the second one. Sergeant Bill. The Sergeant Bill. Second one just. Happened. Mm. Seinfeld didn't do it. Yeah. Good move, no, I think. No, Seinfeld didn't do it. Friends didn't um, do it. Good move. Uh, the only other one that I can think of, actually, off the top of my head is Get Smart. The ooh, nude ooh, bomb back yeah. in 1980. Yeah. Before the- any of our listeners were born. Let's move on. <laughs> we're going to get to know our teams a little better throughout the show. But for now, Team UK, I would like you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation. Are we going to go for crumpets? No. Crumpets. Crumpets or crumpets. no? Or repressed. Honestly, Gosh. if you don't say the movie, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm taking it from the homes. Go on. We go. Should we go with the movie? The movie. The movie. I, <laughs> there it I, is. I, that makes me want to say it in American accent. Yeah, though. but you're being very Sopranos with it. Okay. You do it again. I, I want to go kind of gangster with it. The movie. I can't do Irish. I'm going to go because I'm half Irish. I go the movie, <laughs> and it's not offensive. The movie. Yeah. So if I do you doing Irish, I'll be all right. Okay, Dave. We're going with the movie. Thank you for your suggestion, <laughs> sir. That's the buzzing word. Excellent. Let's move on. Playing for the nation that is no longer the world's biggest asshole. Thanks, Russia. It's writer and comedian Adam Conover. Hello. Adam, how are you? I'm doing very well. Good. I'm doing nice with my filtered water and my coffee, you know. Good, good. You're looking snappy. It's Thank actually you. it's a really well-dressed panel here in the U.S. Yeah. Fantastic shoes, good pompadours. I try, whenever I'm doing an audio form of broadcast, I like to really dress up. Really dress it up. Yeah. And then on stage, I dress like shit. Perfect. Also playing for the nation, where the biggest box office opening of the year was Transformers Age of Extinction. And yet another long, awkward pause has been written into the script. It's comedian and host of Max Fun's Wham Bam Pow, Rhea Butcher. Hello, Dave. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? I'm pretty good. I wish Transformers would go extinct, however, myself. It really set you up for that one. Thank you. I'm just knocking them down. I tried with the first one and I just couldn't do it. I myself as well, and then Labouf showed up and yep. I was like, "I'm out of here." Uh, first of all, I felt like somebody was throwing a bag of forks at me. Yes, the entire thing. <laughs> just like a metal scraping against a metal. blender gone awry. Yeah, I'd... and then in the first one, there's a broad comedy scene where the like a SWAT team comes in to get Anthony Anderson because he's the best hacker and they need his help or something, and he's in his grandmother's house and she is off screen justifiably upset because her house is being torn apart and you hear her say what's happening and he goes grandma drink yo prune juice <laughs> that grandma drink yo prune juice yeah i'm surprised that hasn't turned into a bigger catchphrase you would think because you know that like michael bay took off his headphones and was like that was golden that was right, it <laughs> team us what's your buzz in word i mean i'm thinking ruth bader ginsburg but adam if you have <sighs> another long. one it's a little long it's a little bit of a mouthful i was gonna say relieved because everything bad in the world is not happening in the u.s this week it's true for like right. the first time in a while it's i'm like, into it oh, we're geez. not the center yeah exactly of the bad shit in the, the universe chaos Perfect. is happening somewhere else <laughs> relieved relieved versus the movie mm. we're gonna start the show with a little pop culture warm-up that we like to call what's the story You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. Buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one, British bucket list news. 
A recent survey revealed the top 40 things British people want to do before they die. What surprising thing topped the poll? This is for you too, U.S. <laughs> Relieved. You don't have to give me blank stares. Relieved, U.S.? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, an never-ending bucket of McDonald's food. Eating no, a never incorrect. Bucket. UK to steal. Okay, uh, it's, it's the, the unusual at the top. What the, okay. what, the, what the British have on the bucket. Is something you want to do before you die? I think it yes. would be to um, definitely have sex with a really bad politician to punish them for everything they've done. So bad sex no. with a bad politician. I, 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 Not I, even close, <laughs> guys. I think, uh, kill about eight kittens with a hammer. <laughs> no. Um, oh, God. Seriously. None of those things are true. Really? Adam, do you want to I wanna, try? I want. I'm going to guess that they want to see the movie The Bucket List. No, <laughs> no, not many people have seen it. They, no, they've heard I the phrase. It's... They want to see where it came from. No. They want to go to. No. They want to go to space. They want to no, go to you space. Can't keep going. You can't keep going. I have to put a stop to this. The top two answers were: learn a foreign language and buy a house abroad. We need to aim higher. Wow. Really? Right. As I'm... a nation, really. God. I'm thinking I'm going to have to change my list because my family are not going to be able to find all those kittens. <laughs> I'm disappointed in us, America. You should be, because, because basically the top two answers are pretend you're not British. Yeah. Oh, You know wow. what I mean? Like, do something that makes the world think you're not British. Oh, really? Good Lord. Before I die, I really want to wade Te into Belgian real estate, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Team UK, how does it feel to have such teeny, tiny, manageably sized dreams? I, I, it's, it's that kind of sort of low-level aspiration that I think has shaped us as a nation. Mm. Because what we're doing is we're scaling it down now. What we, is we want to learn a foreign language yeah. and, and, and buy property overseas rather than our standard right. MO, which in history has been... Uh, uh, invade a territory and make them learn English uh -huh, uh -huh. and take, yeah. you know, our, um, uh, the UK's principal export to the colonies. Well, there's two main so ones. So progress, have been, really. Yeah, well, the, the, as you know, the British Empire, which was at its peak during the reign of Queen Victoria, uh, the two principal, right. we would steal resources from these countries and that's what we, we built our nation's wealth on. But it was a reciprocal arrangement and what we exported to those uh, to those nations was cricket and homosexuality. <laughs> and they, were, they, were our two, they were our two chief exports. Those are good stuff. Yeah. Wait, stuff. gay crickets? Is that what yeah. you're yeah. well, yeah. um, right. and, and that, and that, when you draw the Venn diagram of cricket and homosexuality, the, the integer is gay cricket. cricket, which is an amazing sport, <laughs> let me tell you now. Uh, but your dreams have undergone a little bit of austerity measure. For a bonus point, what do you think would top the average American's bucket list, uh, besides actually eating meals out of a KFC bucket? Oh, yeah, uh, relieved. Um, Did I say relieved? Sure, yeah, U.S. Uh, I, having their health insurance cover anything ever. Like having having you the company that you pay like three hundred bucks a month to go like you know what we got this one that's a little Whoa. too real no yeah. points yeah, yeah too well, real UK yeah. to movie uh, <laughs> um as uh, non battered vegetables okay I'll take it I'll take it it's true <laughs> it's really true yeah. we love our tempura that is a you know? real thing let's move on question number two it's summer in the UK so the news is as dumb as American news the rest of the year in a story that was covered in most of the UK press what did a traumatized lawyer claim he found in the pattern of a child's chocolate bar the movie UK a penis a penis is correct get him yes that's true some come on yes Robin Jacobs from London right that was front and center on the Guardian yes come on yep <laughs> Yep. For, for, guy from for King Harry! <laughs> Sorry, I, I've been watching an awful lot of Kenneth Branagh lately. I'm, I'm a little heated. Oh, don't. don't I understand. It's the, it's the yards of beer. But Robin is. Jacobs from London claimed that he was outraged by the design molded into a white chocolate milky bar, which he says looks like, quote, 
a massive penis. A massive. And mm. from what I understand, uh, UK, you've actually got some Milky Bars in the studio with you. We uh, do. Why don't you unwrap them? We have. Oh, crikey. Uh, oh, they're, right. they're being thrust into we, our hands. We have some Milky Bars here. <laughs> the giant and, um, penis. Let's just see. It's been thrust the into your mouth. Heart. So let me just see. A little see. mermaid VHS okay. cover sort of a situation we have going oh, here. Oh, hello. What are we doing with this? Are we... Seeing what's on it. What's happening here? Do they here? usually have? Do they have different designs, or is it was this, this a one that? Okay. Normally, it's just a simple, as a brick design. I have. What have I you have got there? What looks like the, uh, the the Milky Bar Kid grooming his horse. When you say grooming, but when I say grooming, I don't mean grooming you in know, a standard just, brush. Just, just, you know, nice you, way. You like mean smoothing, promising smoothing. work in cinema and cocaine, don't you? I mean, look, he looks like he's. He's trying to get something more than a ride out of this. He the, he wants a different kind of This ride. is the the Milky oh, Bar. I mean, so what, it's the good folk at Nestle. His and, horse. <laughs> unless we forget the good folk at Nestle recently said, nobody on this planet has a right to water. That's some classic <laughs> marketing right there. Wow. That's And the guy, he did you see the photos? I, I can't open my... He can't even open his that's, Milky Bar. That's, that's how heinously, look, look, it's just falling to pieces He's in broken my... broken his That's how sweaty your hands this are. This is the first thinking. candy bar that should come with a safe word. Babe, let me do it. Come oh, you, just, I can't, I'm sorry. Well, I don't want to hold the chocolate. Mummy... So he's melted it in the short amount of time he's had it in. I'm his a very hand. hot man. What can I say? Really, I give off quite a lot of thermal heat. Oh, this is like wonderful radio I'm theater. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm just getting into right, the, the main are. bit. Okay, so the is milky... there a big cock on it or not? Oh my god, the Milky Bar Kid looks like he's he's dangling from his horse. Um, oh no, that's looks... that's a cock. That's a cock and balls. It, wow. It's a oh, cock and balls. Oh, my God. Wow. There really genuinely is. And it appears this is more, more entertaining than Transformers. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. To post a picture Absolutely. of it later. Do you want us to? I'm we'll taking a photograph take, of take this now filter. because yes. I know our cousins right. overseas are doubtful. Capture is it massive? Yeah, really, in my hot hands. In your amazingly hot so, man. Let me hand. hold the chocolate cock, which I actually have on <laughs> DVD. Um, here we go. Let's get let's get cracking now. This is okay. While you while you take that picture, I'm going to read the uh, the, yeah. the release from Nestle, which we've just received. Uh, Nestle is surprised and sorry to hear that Mr. Jacobs thought the and apparently uh, so did Phil Jupitus thought the picture on the Milky Bar resembles male genitalia. It is in fact an image of a horse's head, the Milky Bar Kid's horse. There was no intention to mislead or depict anything offensive on our product, and we apologize for any confusion or embarrassment this may have caused. Oh, and P.S., thank you for the free ad news agencies throughout the world and podcasts. <laughs> they, think the it's, they think it's a horse's head. That'd be a very different godfather, wouldn't it be? If oh, that Hollywood yeah. producer woke up with a cock in his bed. <laughs> Much hotter. For a bonus point, let's jump on the destroy all childhood innocence bandwagon Ooh. and make some more kids' candy or sweets, as they say in the U.K., sexy. Uh, for example, uh, S and M's or Ooh, nice. uh, or a Click Cat. Uh, relieved. U.S. Hershey's tongue kisses. Ooh, How about a, One point. a butt or finger? Now I should yes. Now, yes. Now, yeah. now I points. should just do the ones for the for the British listeners. Uh, the Terry's chocolate sure. knackers. The galaxy <laughs> okay, nipple. I think you're just... uh, okay. Cynthia Payne's poppets. Round trees fruit cum. Sherbet jizz. And a good old fashioned seaside stick of cock. I only had one, <laughs> and mine was liquors. But it sounds it sounds like, quite tame. Like a Snickers. Okay. Like a Snickers. I think you're just making from... up candy names. Yeah. But Colin Anderson, our British producer, is outside the studio laughing his ass off. So I'll give you I'll give you a couple of points for it's that. Very, Adam, it's very uh, niche. We apologize. <laughs> Those all sounded like they were from one of the dirty roll doll novels. Um, <laughs> uh, three way musketeers is what I get. Oh, I yes, like that. Right. I like it a lot. Did I already say scattles? Oh, like, that's excellent. Oh, you that's did not. Really two, good. Good. two points for that. 
Two points oh, for that, and for your scattles. for your politeness. Thank oh, you. Moorish. I love that you held oh, off a little bit. Scattles. All right. Scattles. Question <laughs> number three: British national treasure and soundtrack to the world's crywanks, Adele, is said to be taking an unusual form of therapy in the U.S. to help her cope with an unfortunate side effect of the celebrity lifestyle. What is the therapy? What's what's Adele? Uh, relieved. U.S. It's scream therapy in the back of a Volkswagen Jetta because that's where most girls sing along to her songs. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. And I would like to accept it. I'll give you a point for it, but it's not true. UK. Um, I want to say something about Buffon and Hairspray. I want you to say something about Buffon. What is her, what is her phobia? Did you? Uh, it's just, uh, she's dealing with an unfortunate side effect of the celebrity lifestyle. uh, It's a new element to her life that is not so pleasing. All right, oh, five, right. four, three, two, one. Oh, it's called photo healing therapy. Photo healing therapy. Rumor has it, you guys. <laughs> do you get it? Because <laughs> she has a song called Rumor, ha- okay. Rumor yep. has it. Right, yeah, right. Rumor remember has now. it. The star has developed a fear of being papped, and she is undergoing immersion treatment that involves, quote, manipulating her photosphere, posing techniques to hide problem areas and maximize her assets, oh. and building her confidence and figuring out the best angles for pictures. So there you go. Papped? No, I don't either. Well, it's gross. Yeah. Pa- like pa- paparazzi. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I know it's it's gross, right? <laughs> yeah, it's really gross. That makes me very but, very sad. For I know. I don't care about Adele because she wanted rid of the National Health Service so she can uh, oh, she can right. suck go a on, dick. You, you... She can fuck off. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I, I suddenly I, she dick. can go she, get a pap. It seems like yeah. it seems like the it seems like the wrong approach if you're afraid of paparazzi to. Well, it's immersion therapy. It's <laughs> yeah. like they they do that for people. But with it's anxieties. like all the therapy is like her posing to look better in the photos she's afraid of being taken. Yeah. That's like totally the wrong. <laughs> That's approach. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah. That's wrong. It's like that when you're supposed to kind of uh, make yourself immune. To, to fear of like arachnophobia or something, they're supposed to lower you right. gently into a tiger full of uh, into a tank full of tigers. Tarantulas. <laughs> they're supposed oh, no. to lower tiger you gently into a tiger. Into a, tiger. Of, a tiger full. Of, I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> Wait, I, I mean, really, just I'm, I'm sorry, that but OxyContin terrifying. has that only just hit this country and it's hit it big. But yeah, we truly we um yeah we it's that kind of aversion therapy. They're supposed to give you too much of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I, aversion. is that is is that the, the, they're just uh, so they're, she know. just photographed all the time. She must, I think, oh, but the be. thing is, I think yeah. when you, you are a, a, a strong woman of a, of a, a, you know, and she's got a prominent shape and she's not, she doesn't fit the, the kind of standards that, that not, you know, most people would think she should fulfill, if that is such a nice way to, yeah. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. she's probably more neurotic than the rest of us. I, you see, the thing sure. is, and I, I don't, think, I don't get packed. And who's I her fan base, people but like taking women and gays? I travel, I travel on the, uh, on the, on the subway in London, on the, t- on the tube and, Mind um, the gap. And they, uh, they, uh, they, people take the cheeky selfies of me, or they take photos of me with their phones. And one guy opposite me forgot to turn off not only the big loud click noise on his iPhone, but the flash as well. And he was sat opposite me, oh, no. trying to surreptitiously take a photograph. And then his phone went click, and then <laughs> and the light went off right in my face. And I and I just stared at him, and the guy just shrugged and carried on with his day. Oh, and it's just and it was just the, the way he did it, so but I unsubtle. Think, but and, and, and I don't want to go down a whole gender thing, but I think for men, I mean, you were you were obviously. Selling yourself on your personality and your and your your chat. And today, my Eisenhower esque good lady looks. Uh, uh, obviously, lovely dress you're wearing. Mm. But <laughs> I, I think it's easier for someone like you, whereas she has kind of she's in that glamorous realm where the image uh-huh. comes hand in hand with the singing. 
Right. Which perhaps it doesn't in in your anti in your I, I understand anti health service. Totally. She can fuck off. All right, babe. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We're having some issues chase on some this sidewalks. Team. Or don't care about Adele. Next time I see her, I'm going to hit her with a camera. I might have to come onto the other side of the soundproof door to hang out with some other guys. Take cause... your chocolate cock with you. <laughs> this is getting serious. Let, Look, I'm opening another beer. <laughs> Absolutely, you should. Please have it for me. For a bonus point, tell me your showbiz fears and how you would fix them. For example, I have a phobia of Robert Smith's hair, and I'm too scared to Google the cure. You get it? <laughs> <laughs> That's as bad. You got it? Okay. Anyone? Um, uh, well, um, you okay. I, it's, uh, well, uh, my, uh, my own uh, personal uh, neurosis is that I flirt so much with Stephen Fry on QI. Uh, and 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 it's and it's that it's 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 that I I think I'm going to switch. I'm 52 and I think I'm ready to make the change now. I think I'm ready. Oh, to that's jump a good. I think you're ready. I think it's good. I think I it's going to be good. Perfect. I've got, that, I've got that bear thing going. But naturally, you know, there's 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 that inner heterosexual is sort of is 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 trying to keep on to straight me. But I'm ready to jump now. I played a woman in the West End for three months. I dressed as a lady. Sweetheart, I liked it. I'm supporting you every step of the way. I just think Stephen Absolutely. Fry would be a slightly demanding lover, and I'm frightened of the noises. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> Stephen Fry, when he's when he's at rest, sort of goes ma, 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 He's like the poshest person in the universe. If you if you ever want like that kind of template of the sound that the overly posh British make, Fry is a really good kind of like cartoon version of it. But just imagine it backscuttling me. Come here, you fucker. Imagine how judgmentally he's in bed. I've worked with him on telly. Imagine what he's like in the sack. Wrong. Phil, Phil, I'm 43 and I'm about to jump back over to the other side. You've just scared me off. Between milky bars and Stephen Fry noises. So typical. I I broke gayness. (laughs) (laughs) I'm terribly sorry. Oh, I know some of my friends are going to be furious. You did it, didn't you? Uh, I'll say I live in fear. You know, as a a, public personality, you guys spend a lot of time on social media. I live in fear of accidentally expressing a political opinion. And like getting jumped on by everybody, it's like a world of shit. Anytime oh. it happens, you get you might so- hashtag I- free Palestine and then forget. <laughs> yeah. It. Oh god. Or just saying like, hey, I don't know, like you know, hey, maybe don't with the rockets. And then you know, yeah. you're and then you're just in a five hour like Facebook hole, like you're arguing with your uncle and your first grade teacher and like some guy in you know Indiana. <laughs> and as I'm terrified of it, it's I- like I'm. Oh, it's that always is a in perfectly danger of rational fear. Yeah. yeah, I can tell you that will happen. Yeah. The thing is, with internet commentary, I th- I think that there's a a lot of people talk about mediation and how we can kind of mitigate its effects and how we can. And I think that the way that you would cure what is wrong with Twitter and Facebook is quite quite simple. People are no longer allowed to type; they have to actually write <laughs> on paper and photograph it and all of their comments. And so, you, if you saw that handwriting of these fucking donuts, you would ignore yeah. their opinion <laughs> and their actual. Real spelling. This is a great. When this you is a great this, startup idea. This insane kind of crayon scrawl. Fuck <laughs> you. Whereas if it's in nice Helvetica bold and it's also spell corrected and justified, yeah. it looks it looks as valid as the comment just above it from Barack Obama saying "fuck you, you fat twat." But you know, it's, <laughs> it's just it's I I I just think because I I saw I it's I bought an album on eBay. And written on it in Biro was this album is a waste of money. Or if I can pronounce it as it was actually spelt, this album is a waste of muni. Oh, dear. So if I, oh. I just, I think that if the internet, if you, because basically Facebook and Twitter is just a bathroom wall and the world has been given a Sharpie. But then, mm-hmm. but the modern world, you, you, if, right. you, if you 
kind of string these people up, then you will just get told off for being anti-dyslexics and then they will then you know trip you up further. There's, there's no winning, basically. You can't win in anything. Fuck the modern world. I'm Everyone going, I'm, looks like arseholes. Uh, we're coming over there. I'm joining the Amish and then I'm going to invent Amish Facebook, which is basically where everyone walks around wearing a blackboard. <laughs> US. I, I have a celebrity phobia. Oh, I, I have an irrational fear. Hand, an irrational fear of uh, Murphy Brown. Yeah. So they put me in a shoulder padded room for a little while. <laughs> Two points. Two points. I love it. Oh, oh so the 80s. Sh- God, How are we glorious. not blinded? That was glorious. At the end of round one, the scores are as follows. The U.S. is in the lead with eight. U.K. just behind with five. Oh. And everyone enjoy round one. You feeling Nipping good? Wonderful. Glorious. Things got kind of serious there. Real serious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah got, sorry, you guys. You and the U.K. are making good points, thoughtful points, and things are getting serious. You're going to have to stop that. <laughs> we apologize. Uh, yeah, cut that shit out. Now, I'm going to get to know the teams in between rounds. U.S., we're going to say hello to you first. Adam Conover, you host a show on College Humor yep. called Adam Ruins Everything. Very true. Where you reveal the hidden truths behind historical trends like mm-hmm. engagement rings, male circumcision. Why must you ruin everything? Even male <laughs> circumcision, everyone's favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's a lot of uh, terrible, you know, it's a terrible burden to give people to enlighten them about why their penises look like that. But yeah. I don't know. I think it's like if you have, if you give people like a little bit of knowledge, then it, uh, you know, even though it hurts right now, it like, you know, helps you grow later on and, and people enjoy it. People really like, like, oh, what are you going to ruin next? The one we're con- coming out, I think later this week is about dog breeds. So I'm ruining yeah. dog breeds about how dog breeding is essentially a form of animal abuse. Sorry, I hope you <laughs> feel like your bulldog. Your bulldog's very unhappy to be alive. Um, oh. It's going to die. It's very sick. Um, and uh, yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Rhea Butcher, <laughs> uh, we could talk about your uh, your stand-up career. We sure. could talk about your wonderful podcast, Wham Bam Pow. I would rather talk about Back to the Future because oh. you're a nut for it and you never stop talking about it's it. It's my absolute favorite movie Why? of all time, Dave. Why? Of all time. I know. What What is it about it? It's um, a great movie. You know, it's wrong. a lot of things. It's like one of the first sort of adult, air quotes, movies that I saw as a kid with like swearing and stuff that sure. was action. Yeah. Um, you know, I really think that as a young lesbian at the age of four, yeah. I finally saw my gender reflected back at me mm-hmm. in uh, not only Marty McFly, but mm-hmm. also George McFly. It's a little yeah. bit of both. I'm a little bit of a Marty and a George. Wow. And you know what? I totally had a crush on Lorraine. So it just fit right in there. It's beautiful. It just set my life on a beautiful path. Yeah. You know? Two and three are garbage, though, we can agree. Two? not Hey, revisit it. Mm. it See, I just visited it for the first time. I never actually I saw them when they came out, so I just saw them recently. Well, I get it. So as a grown-up, not sure. so good. I totally understand. But three is the first on-screen kiss for Christopher Lloyd in his career. Can you believe wow. it? <laughs> that, and you are saying that as a pro three? It is a pro three. Because yeah, they cult- gave a whole movie to Christopher Lloyd. You know, He yeah, spent all that time being a crazy, wild-eyed scientist, again, and then they are, just gave him a whole movie. Again, you are making the case for three. For three. Yeah, that's a, I can't a believe big, it myself. That's a big cultural, like Jackie Robinson. Like People say Star Trek you know, had the first interracial kiss, but yeah. you got to give it up for Back to the Future 3, having the first Christopher Lloyd <laughs> kiss. Christopher that was a big moment in American history. <laughs> Much more controversial. I, 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 uh, I took a friend to see Back to the Future 3, and uh, he had not seen the first two. <gasps> and after the, uh, after the screening, he wanted to punch me in the throat. <laughs> I he was imagine. not happy. Why? 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 Because he'd not seen the it's first two. Good. I said, "Oh, these films are great. Come and see one." And he went, "All right then." That is a pretty shitty and, thing yeah. to do. I have to and they treat Christopher Lloyd like a sexual being. Apparently, yeah, it's a little weird. Okay. It is weird. Ice tea. It's real weird. We'll meet the Brits after the next round. But first, this. 
Hey, Ross. Hey, Carrie. Hey, it's me, your co-host. Oh, yeah, we have a show, don't we? We have a show. Oh, no, Ross oh, and no, Carrie. Oh, no, Ross and Carrie. It's about undercover investigations of fringe groups. Yeah, like the Tony Alamo Ministries cult. Yep, that's led by a pedophile. He's in jail. He's in jail. Also, we became Mormons. We became Raelians, which is a UFO group. That's right. We, we joined the Ordo Templi Orientis. Yes, the 9-11 truthers. We got cupped. We got acupunctured. We got Reiki. We've pretty much anything that you've heard of and been like, that doesn't sound quite right. We've done that. So you don't have to do it. So if you want to hear about this, and you should, then go to MaximumFun.org. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us, playing for the U.S. are Adam Conover and Rhea Butcher. And over in London, playing for the U.K., Phil Jupitus and Sadie Hassler. Hello and welcome all around. This round is called Recovery because it's all about dodgy cover versions. And after it, your ears are going to need some R&R, trust me. In this game, you're going to listen to some transatlantic covers. U.S., you're going to hear U.K. artists covering American icon Elvis Presley. U.K., you will hear U.S. artists covering the Rolling Stones. And we have played this before, but we've added a little fun twist this time. See if you can spot it. You get no points if you can spot it, unless I decide that you do <laughs> You're taking turns, so there's no need to buzz in. UK, the first question is for you. Tell me the Rolling Stones song and the star that is butchering, I mean covering it. Let it roll. Oh, yeah. Remember this one? Do it, do it, do, do, do it. Saturday night, the club was packed, but I can't get no action. The girl I want is fun. I can't get no satisfaction. Thousand people in the club. Really, really? Anytime you want to release us. Oh, wow. This, this, is, torture, this is just good lord. And you thought gay cricket will be bad. <laughs> Nelly Furtado, that's harsh. So that is, of course, satisfaction. I mean, it's not yes. ludicrous, is it? Is it not Ludo? Oh, not Ludo. It is so, so far young. from ludicrous. I want to say, it's the guy who did. Um, yeah. Funky Comedina. That's it, Funky Comedina. No. Is it Mr. Anthony Lowe? No, it's Lowe? not Anthony Lowe. Wrong decade. Oh. Can the U.S. steal this one, Dave? Are, is, <gasps> is seriously Tone Loke the answer that you're going with? Yes. It's as close yes. as we can get, sir. It's a young Tone Loke. We're committing Loke to our answer. Tone Loke has a very unique vocal style. That is clearly not it. U.S., <laughs> yes, you can steal, just because that was such a miscarriage. Okay. Uh, Might I push up my spectacles yes. and correct that the title is... Actually, I can't get no parentheses oh, satisfaction. Oh. Yes. Uh, and and the is artist. the recording artist Vanilla Ice? That is correct. Two oh. points for the U.S. I also heard Vanilla. Ice. He's got it. He's got a. He's got a. He's got an un, uh, an unforgettable flow. Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> an ill flow, you might say. And good on him for noticing that that the only thing that that classic song lacked was somebody saying "Yep, yep." <laughs> uh-uh. God bless America. Two points for the U.S. All right, and next one's for you. This is Elvis Presley, high on amyl nitrate and a Moog synth. Let's have a listen. I should point out the delightful way in which Adam Conover is bopping in his chair. Can I say I dig it? Oh my god! I completely do, know do this. Do you want to buzz in? I don't know. I I don't know who it is. I just want to say wait. I love it. It's re- I really this, enjoyed it. Wait, is this the Pet Shop Boys? Yes, it's the oh. Pet Shop Boys. Oh. 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 But I cannot. 
I can't tell what song that is at all. What? Is this the Pet Shop Boys? Is this the Pet Shop Boys? The greatest duo in the history of British electronic music. Oh, shit, you are going gay. I love it. He just whipped off a little bit of his dress to reveal a sluttier little dress. Go shopping. <laughs> I recognize that as an Elvis song, but yeah, I do not know the title. Come on, I don't know the title of the song. I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't catch the, the song. Movie. I'm so mad at myself. All right, you get one point for the Pet Shop Boys. UK to steal. Hey, uh, you were always on my mind. Always, oh, always on my mind. I'm going to push my nerd glasses up. It's just called Always on My Mind, but it's close enough. That Stuff was indeed the Pet Shop Boys yeah. doing Always on My Mind. Tenant and Low actually released that track on the 10th anniversary of Elvis's death and immediately made the world 5% gayer. Good on them for that. <laughs> uh, UK. Next one is for you. Yeah. This is a clip of an American artist, in quotation marks, breathing <laughs> their way through a low-energy cover of a Stones classic, Roll It. doing that myself but uh, I'm partially asthmatic I don't know I don't know where the artist ends and Sadie begins on that one okay that was well, me so that was you. okay so uh, that, was it Britney that was Sadie it was Hasler. Britney um, wow. I was channeling my Britney you're channeling your Britney through every single bit of me that you were indeed and I'm now writing on the chair are you really you're, yeah, you're no. having a little bit of a moment do we have a tumble dryer <laughs> for Sadie, just to just she needs about three minutes. Something I got goosebumps. <laughs> three sorry. minutes on high spin. Uh, it was brackets. I can't get no close brackets. For fuck's sake, satisfaction again. That one. I mean, just various versions of satisfaction. Was that the yep. Spears? Yes. That was Ms. Spears. Woo! I'm going to give you three points for that, just for being yeah. a wise ass about it. And truly. <laughs> Could anything be more American than a beautiful, blonde, rich 19-year-old girl complaining about her sexual frustration? <laughs> oh, baby, baby. Oh, baby, baby. I mean, let's be honest. It's not fair for Mick Jagger to complain about sexual frustration either of That's everybody. True. That's true. Come on. You're absolutely correct. Except I think she was she was just merely living everyone else's sexual frustration. Was the B-side of I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Have a wank, then. <laughs> All right, next one's for Team US. Which weird-named British guy is having an emotion sandwich with extra oboe noodling? Roll it. Maybe I didn't love you Quite as often as I could have Maybe I didn't treat you Quite as good as I should have If I made you feel sick 
It's like it's a tough one. It's yeah. a tough one. It's half high degree of difficulty. It's, well, here's the problem: is that like U.S. pop stars are internationally famous, and like 90% of U.K. pop stars, nobody knows who they are in okay, the world. Well, we do words. our best, sir, with our little popular songs, <laughs> and we sing them over here, and we're rattling our cats in your direction. If you could spare us a couple of coppers, so we could feed the little ones, and thank you very much for helping out with the first and second world war, Mr. Gentleman, sir. We're most grateful for you stepping in. I'm gonna say it was what it sounded okay, to me weird was weird named UK weird named. pop kind of uh, star. To me, What's it sounded mind? like Elton John's half brother. So that's no, what I'm no, That's not Laszlo John. <laughs> was that yeah. always on my mind again? It was always on my mind mm-hmm. again. So sure, one point. Good God, I can't think of. Just name a weird-named UK Just, singing guy. Uh, I'll make one up. Kate. Kenny Sloggins. Oh, that's, that's a, a good name. That's a weird name. <laughs> You're never going to yeah. weird name. Lady, you ain't got a top scattles, so let's, yeah, if we yep. may, uh, mince. The movie. The movie, UK. Engelbert Humperdinck. Yes, Engelbert ah, shut up. Humperdinck. Dang, Engelbert Humperdinck was yeah. in my head, but I, for some reason I thought he was a mayor. I don't know who How, how many Engelbert people have said is. that? I was getting confused with Wink Martindale. <laughs> Engelbert Humperdinck. He actually he released that cover in 1995. Uh, for some reason, he sounded very young. He did, didn't he? Yeah. 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 I guess this was, that was the beginning of the age of studio trickery. Yeah. They yes. inject uh, the monkey glands directly into did. his larynx. <laughs> Davy a... Johnson is right in his larynx. You know. Yeah, that's unbelievable. They do. He, the, yeah. Monkey. Yeah. The, the late monkeys. great Davy oh. Jones, who I once saw <laughs> on the subway. <laughs> oh God. Davy Jones. Davy Johnson my, putting my <laughs> giant <laughs> old guy nerd glasses up on my Jesus. nose. <laughs> my nerd glasses are back. Look, we're down. Americans, all right? We know about American things. We don't know Davy Johnson. Angle fart. Davy Johnson. What? Not even. Davey There's Jones, never been a person named Davey, Davey Jones. Jones. Was the sexiest monkey. <laughs> he, 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 he's, Mickey's up there. I like a funny guy. He's dandy and randy. Uh, all right, for a bonus point, and this is open to anyone, and you can just take a swing at this, U.S. For a bonus point, what do his hardcore female fans call themselves? The hardcore fans of Engelbert. Relieved. The hump, yes. humper twinks. Oh, you're so close. You're so uh, close. The movie. The uh, movie. Yeah, UK. Humperdoodlies. <laughs> oh, you're even closer. The humps. Hum, hum, is it, humper, maybe they go really Humperdames. Hum, Humperdames? Humper does, it, does it work as a pun or is it just nonsense? Not really. I mean, if you're, <laughs> if you're generous hum, with your yeah. pun humper, definition. Humper, yeah. humper dorks. Hum, no. Oh, oh humper dweebs. No, you're dancing right around it. It's humper dinkers. Oh, that's so <laughs> obvious. That's not humper even. Humper dinkers. That's not clever humper enough. No, we were not. looking for something one step further than that. Yeah. Humper dinkers. They should. Humper dinkers. The answer think is Engelbert Humperdink fans. That's what we call ourselves. Humper dinkers. All right, humper dinkers, listen up. The last question in this round is up for both teams. So get your buzzwords ready. Teams, U.S. and U.K., listen close and name this artist. Relief. U.S. Weird Al Yankovic. Of course, Weird Al Yankovic. Yay. America's greatest musical that? treasure. That was Weird Al Yankovic, U.K. Who was it? Weird Al. Weird Al. Uh, was it Weird Al? Weird Al. Oh. Weird Al. Oh. Yeah, it was Weird Al. Of Mr. Course. Weird. Now, honestly, yeah. we just threw that in there as an opportunity to talk about Weird Al because this is basically Weird He's Al back. week. He's back, isn't He's he? He's back. Yeah. He's back. He's handy. He's tacky. Yeah. He's a he's a grammar Nazi. Aluminum foil. Aluminum foil. 
Are, are we all fans Listen, of Weird I'll, Al? I'll tell you what, fans? and this week, and, and very yeah. opposite that you should mention him, because it's the 25th anniversary of the release of his movie UHF. Oh, oh is that true? Is that true? true oh, I loved that movie when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah. Back yeah. to oh. the City? Oh, you're talking about you're talking about Back to the Future. UHF was my like moment as like a 13 year old, where I was like, I know what my life will be. <laughs> and now you're a grown up comedian with a pompadour and big thick glasses. Exactly. Exactly. Hey man, these are real. <laughs> what are the chances? Yeah. Now let's recap our scores after round two. The U.S. is in the lead with 13. The U.K.'s got 10. Let's take a moment and say hello to our British team, Sadie. You have written a show for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival called The Bastard Children of Remington Steel. Uh Uh, I must ask you uh, a a pointed question about that. Huh? (laughs) Okay. um, This this is actually rooted in truth, this play. I'm I'm alternating two plays up uh, up in Edinburgh. Um, I'm doing The Bastard Children of Remington Steel and The Secret Wives of Andy Williams, which is sort of the prequel to... um, uh, Bastards, which I, I yeah. call it lovingly in the short form. Sure. Um, and it came from, um, I, I set up a, a theatre company with, with my best friend Sarah because we were, we were tired of working with arseholes and we decided yeah. that we wanted to just kind of do our own stuff. Anyway, potted history was she told me that as a child she used to fantasise about um, Remington Steele, Pierce Brosnan's um, formative role, um, oh, being her dad. Um, and I thought that was cute and a bit weird, so I went away, stewed on it, wrote a play about it, and we did the play, and we kind of uh, found our feet as a theatre company while <laughs> mucking around with that play, and then we wrote another one, and they've both done so well that we're doing them some more, and that's pretty much it, really. But that's yeah, nice. they're Break kind of yeah, that, but they're going they're going really well, and uh, we're looking forward to taking them up to Edinburgh because obviously Edinburgh is is the top place for larks and. Sure. Uh, so what, what's the next one? What's the next one? Well, you the got, next you one, I, I, and you got Andy Williams. Yeah, so the the secret <laughs> wise of Andy Williams, and I actually have a prequel to the prequel in mind, um, called the One Night Stand of Winston Churchill, which will be oh. set, yeah, in the thirties, and um, and it's going to be kind of a little bit risque, and uh, and women playing Winston Churchill during various stages of his career. And um, and some and some lunacy. There's lots of n- nuns and orphans scattered throughout all the plays. That's the that's Naturally. the common that's the common thing. It's set in St Agatha's convent orphanage, and it's Can't a, bit have a comedy without nuns and orphans. That's yeah, exactly. Say. So it's kind of like you, you know, like a um, Enid Blyton with some edgy shit thrown in. Great. Is, yeah. I didn't understand that last part, but that's okay. (laughs) Let's move on. Now, Phil, you've had a wide-ranging career. You have played Edna Turnblad in the West End cast of Hairspray. You've done a ton of TV panel shows. You're gay now. Currently, you are on tour as your poet alter ego, Porky the Poet. Mm. Yeah. Yes, I am, David. Is that Porky? Is this Porky I'm talking to right now? Hello, David. It's Porky. Sp- no, uh, yeah, no. I'm. Uh, yeah, I. I. I, uh, I started as a poet in 1983, uh, yeah. supporting bands and things. People like Billy Bragg and the House Martins and the Style Council and those kind wait, of guys. Wait, wait. Hold the phone. That was a thing that you could do. Yeah, yeah. You, you could just be a. You could be a warm-up poet. That was it. Yeah, man. It was, I mean, if you remember, I mean, Steve Martin used to start opening for bands and things, sort of in Colorado right. and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, I, I mean, comics and things in America, there was a much longer tradition of sort of getting solo acts out to sort of open for bands and things. And and it sort of there was a little flurry of it in the UK in the eighties. England is I so whimsical. Of, I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Opening poets, seriously, yeah, I know. Check that shit. 
But it was all it was all it was, it was the time the of Margaret Thatcher, and so we were all very angry and political. Oh sure, it was like oh, sure. Mrs. Thatcher, she is mad, and her government they are bad. Thank you very much. This next one, <laughs> you know, oh. it, was, it was all that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah. God damn it! I chose the wrong time to be born and the wrong country to be born in. <laughs> oh, I really did. come on, Dave. There's really always did. time for your always time for your inner bard. Did the poems rhyme? Some did. Uh, in fact, yeah, uh, I, I can do one very quickly now. We've got oh, playing please. record on. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is going to mean absolutely nothing to the Americans, so strap in. A young man <laughs> oh, sat good. before his doctor, a picture of anything but health. His eyes looked like two piss holes in the snow. He was a wreck of his former self. The doc took some notes from his blotter and began to read them out loud. A list of ailments long enough for an average football crowd. Your body is bruised. Your bowels are abused. Your chawbone is permanently shattered. Your hamstrings have snapped. Your teeth are uncapped. Your liver is totally knackered. Your kidneys won't function and protein consumption strikes me as dangerously low. Your throat has got mucus. Your feet have verrucas. It's a wonder your legs even go. Your Pubes have got crabs and your crabs have got scabs. Your genitals are entirely disgusting. Your rectum won't crap and your cock's got the clap. It'd be better off left in a dustbin. Your hips disconnected. Your lungs are infected. Your metabolic rate is confusion. You also have colic. Your blood's alcoholic. You could do with an instant transfusion. Your nose has been broken and it goes as unspoken. You have a slight cold in the head. Your physique is a mess and I have to confess I should really declare you as dead. The wreck stared at his physician, not registering any reaction. The doctor then asked him a question before having him strung up in traction. Now I know that you're tired of hearing me speak, but you're abominable state is completely unique. I must know what tortures, what types of perdition have rendered you in this pathetic condition. And the wreck with his dying breath just managed to say a Club 1830 holiday. (laughs) (laughs) And now please welcome Aztec Camera. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Howard Jones! (laughs) I have never been more in love with you. That was great. (laughs) I love this, and I love this show, and I never want to leave this I studio. love that I didn't get the punchline. <laughs> it's so It was cool. so long. Are you lucky punch- I didn't do the one about the Beano? That's <laughs> fucking up. <laughs> oh, I love you all. Thank you all for being here. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with our final round after this. I'm Cameron Esposito, and each week I'm joined by my fellow podcasters, Rhea Butcher. That's me. And Ricky Carmona. I am Ricky Carmona. We talk about action and sci-fi movies on a little show called Wham Bam Pow. You can find it on MaximumFun.org. It's amazing. Super fun. True that. Reviews, news, and Mm. stuff you can use. And so on to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super hard. You've done poetry. You've switched teams. You're wearing dresses. Some of you are drunk. Uh, Rhea has saved the day countless times. I want you to know that it has all been for absolutely nothing because the winner of the final round receives one million points. So basically, instead of answering your questions, you should have been plugging your podcasts and your stand-up dates because none of this has mattered up until this point. I am in charge. That is a long, awkward wow. pause that was not written in <laughs> to the script. So believable, scary, Dave. Isn't okay. it? I am, I, I tell you what, I am as stiff as a varnished eel. <laughs> <laughs> Booking a ticket to the UK today. All right, let's move in. This round is called Kill Your Idols. That is right. To prove your country is the best, you have to run down something from the opposing nation that is widely considered to be a sacred cow. Point out their very worst features or just make some shit up. And get a rumor started. We don't care. Remember, it's not illegal to slander someone's good name on a podcast. That's not true? All right. It doesn't matter. We won't get into trouble anyway. Okay. Because you're just a tiny bit behind, UK, I want you to take down a beloved icon of American music. 
She just had a show-stopping turn at the Glastonbury Festival where she stole the hearts of the crowd. Then she adopted a dog that had been abandoned at the site. She's pretty much untouchable in the UK. But if you love your country, you need to take Dolly Parton down now. Two minutes on the clock starts. Here we go. Dollywood. Dollywood. I'm out. Dollywood. I'm out already. I give a up. A place where people <laughs> go to celebrate Dolly Parton. Dolly Part done, more like. Less of a woman and more of a Barbie doll with enormous breasts. Oh, yes, her unique selling point that has been foisted upon America like twin zeppelins of mediocrity. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Dally with Parton and part with your logic. She is anathema to everything good about America. Baseball, apple pie and mum. She may be a mum, she may make apple pie and she may have a damn good sinking fastball, but Dolly Parton and country music. Oh, it's called country music. There's something in that word that you can hear, I'm not pointing out. It's just a little bit too rude for this time of day, but country Country music. Country music is what it is. Willie Nelson, there's a country singer. I think you're being a bit harsh about me, Philip. Oh, my God. It's country sensation Dolly Parton, I and I'm in the middle of roasting harsh. her. I get on stage, I work hard, I write my own songs, and people like, come on, and they come on and play but their Miss little Parton, instruments. I was only indulging in some whimsy for a podcast. we got to stick together, Philip. we got to stick Why together. Why are you cupping it's my family. balls? It's family, Philip. It's family. Don't squeeze them so tight, Miss Parton. Oh, Jesus, I'm it doing hurts. this in the name of family. Oh, God! I'm doing it oh, my in the balls. name of... I'm so sorry! <laughs> so sorry. So sorry about that. <laughs> sorry. Um, I, I, I withdraw from the round. I'm sorry. <laughs> that so was sorry. a beautiful staged reading of 9 oh. to 5. <laughs> <laughs> God Almighty, uh, that was that was beautiful. I'm crying. Yeah. I'm shook up. Heart wrenching. I'm a huge Dolly Parton fan, and that changed my mind. She sucks. That's all I could think of to make you hate me. I, w- I wish yeah. I wish that I was there in the studio in America. I'm sorry, Miss Parton. I have to speak now. But I wish I was there to lick Dave's man tears off his face. <laughs> we all do. Believe me, Bill, we all do. I bet they taste. I bet they taste of um, just a hint of vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> no, my tears are hot, 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 boiling vanilla. All right, Team USA. I would like for you to badmouth Helen Mirren. I know that you love her. I know that she is an international treasure. But if you want to win, fuck her. Right. Your yeah. time starts. Yes, please. Now. Okay, I mean, she looks good in a swimsuit. Who gives a shit? So do plenty of people. I don't care. Oh, she's what? She's like 51 or whatever. She's no Michael Phelps. Yeah, come on. Get out of here, Helen Mirren. You've done any laps lately? I don't think so. You're old as shit. Just go die already. Yeah. (laughs) You're old and you're a woman. Two of the worst things that could ever be compiled into one human being. Look, I, it's just be, she's she's England's Meryl Streep, but she doesn't hold a candle. She's like put them next to each other. Meryl, yes. Yeah. There's she's, no there's no she's comparison. England's Mrs. Doubtfire, the real life <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. I think it's time for Helen Mirren to hang it up. 
<laughs> I want you to elaborate on why she's Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> uh, you know, because uh, it's her first time as a woman and she's already having hot flashes. You know? Uh. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Engaging in that, way too many drive-by fruitings. Yeah, she's like, hello. She's, hello. She's, she's doing shtick with pie on her face. Come on. Go dance with a vacuum, Helen Mirren. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, she's always like, she's always, she always looks like she smelled a fart. You ever she does. That? She's like, mm, yeah. Yeah, too many farts smelling. Lion in winter? She was in Lion in winter, right? She should just go lie in winter somewhere. <laughs> they, what was that show? Was that Under Suspicion? Was that her show? Yes. Well, well we remade it, and it was is not the show? No. Oh, fuck. Prime suspect. But that's prime okay. suspect. Okay, okay. She is a subprime suspect in, in my mind. There you go. Subprime you mortgage go. suspect. Yeah. And we and we remade that show and it was better and we canceled it after one season because we had even better TV to watch. Because we got so other shit it. to move on to. Kim Kardashian. Yeah, Come on. exactly. Kim Kardashian is better <laughs> Helen Mirren than Helen Mirren is. Yeah, you know she looks good in a swimsuit. She does That's look what, good in a swimsuit. I mean, is this is Helen Mirren is the best beach bod you your whole country has to offer? Give me a break. <laughs> All right, stop. I, your time your time ends there. <laughs> oh my god! Thank God Helen Mirren didn't show up in that. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't funny have been able you should say it. that because who's this? <laughs> is just entered our I'm London studio. Absolutely disgusted, guys. Seriously, I, I I was just passing the studio and I I, I passed in. And I just thought, wow, this sounds like it's going to be Excuse interesting. Excuse me, Dame Helen. A lot of, uh, Why are you cupping my balls? I didn't say these things. Babe, is that, I, just, oh. I can't. I can't stop. I do admit, right I am we'll quite studio. I see balls. I cup them. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Wow. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. I have never, I've never had a harder job in my life. Let me, let me, let me go through it. I mean, you've it, never had it, Dolly Parton and Helen Mirren in the same studio. Before. I really That's never why. have. I really never have. So you know what? You've made mm. up my mind for me. UK, you take it home. Yeah. Oh my God, I had no idea you were so well connected in that studio. Congratulations, <laughs> yes. UK. You are the greatest country in the world oh. for this next couple of weeks. And I am so proud to be here. Oh, thank you, Dolly. Thank you so much again. for coming by. Thank you. Thank you so much. Dolly, kiss Dame Helen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Dame I Helen, don't know how to squeeze do them. That. Squeeze them, Dame Helen. I don't know how to do that audibly. Right. Okay, I'm gonna give it a go. <laughs> oh, good lord! That Drama was... and country music collide here in London. <laughs> we truly are the multicultural centre of Europe. <sighs> I've never had more fun in my entire so life. Sorry. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, Before we finish, do y'all have anything that you want to plug? Sadie Hasler. Oh, yes. Well, absolutely. Um, I am, sorry, I'm not Helen Merriman anymore. Do the plays. Yes, I'm doing two plays in Edinburgh at uh, the Cowgate Underbelly every day at 3.30, if anyone is up there in Edinburgh. Um, I'm doing The Bastard Children of Remington Steel and The Secret Wives of Andy Williams. Do come watch and like and say hello. Okay. For, Phil. for the month of August, I, Phil Jupiter, will be appearing in um, Shirking Progress at Stand 5 at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival at 1.45 every day. And at 5 o'clock every day is part of PBH's Free Fringe. It's a free show to get into. Porky the Poet will be doing his show Duplicity, where I look at the fact that I've been two acts for, for, for the last 35 years and I've barely been good at being one. <laughs> Excellent. Check it out, listeners. Rhea Butcher. Yes. Um, I have some tour dates coming up that are not concrete yet, so just keep a lookout for that in okay. September and October. Great. But just follow me on Twitter for that, which is at Rhea Butcher, R-H-E-A-B-U-T-C-H-E-R. 
also on Instagram. I'm really good at it. Excellent. And listen to Wham Bam Pow because it's super fun. Cool. Good. Wham Bam Pow. Adam Conover. Well, you can check my videos out on College Humor, but follow me on Twitter at, at Adam Conover. And also for LA people, I host a, a stand-up show with Emily Heller at UCBLA last Tuesday of every month. Huh. This coming one, we got uh, uh, Sashir Zameda from SNL and Rory Scovel. So that'll be what great. What fun. Yeah. What a fun pair. Now, uh, before we go, Sadie, is there anything that you would like to recommend to our listeners? We're gonna we're gonna pay things forward here. Hey, do you know what? Um, I I what? have um uh, someone who who I've just met who I've become friends with, um, who is a writer called Lee Rourke, and he's written a fantastic book called Vulgar Things, which is yeah. set in my own hometown. So I was kind of I was kind of really intrigued by it, but it's a really good book. Helen Mirren's hometown as well. Helen Mirren's story. hometown. Yeah, oh, we're all from the I same hood. Forget it. So forget yeah. it. Lee Rourke. Forget it then. Phil. I um Costello's out solo uh on tour. If you've not seen Costello, do yourself a favor. He's he's in a rare vein of form at the moment. I saw him on the Spinning Songbook tour last year and these solo shows, he's engaging, he's funny, he's got a voice to die for, and if he comes off mic in a big concert hall, you will cry tears of pure joy. Wow. And, and which which haiku artist or interpretive dancer is opening for us? <laughs> Rhea Butcher, what should we know about? Um, I am going to recommend specifically Miss Tilda Swinton's performance in Snowpiercer. Oh, but as she should be nominated for an Oscar and win. She will not get either of those things. Oh. But I believe she should. Best villain since the villain in Rescuers. She Amazing. was so great. She's so great. Batshit crazy movie. Yeah. Totally worth it oh, I love just it. to I love see it. Tilda. Yeah. Adam. Um, I right now, I don't know if it needs to be promoted by me, but I am really obsessed with uh, John Oliver's show last week tonight. It is like the best comedy I have seen on television in a long time. I think it's like the best show on TV. It's so funny. It's a full half hour. He dives really deep on really important issues that he makes light and in- ingestible. And he does it all like in the public good, like trying to like, you know, make, you know, solve problems. It's it's uh, an unbelievable piece of comedy, I it think. It is a great, great show. Uh, my thing for this episode, uh, my friends John Butler and Peter McDonald wrote and uh, and John directed a movie uh, that is called The Stag in Europe, but it's been retitled The Bachelor Weekend uh, here in the U.S. because its distributor does not trust us to know what a stag is. It's on video <laughs> on demand. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it through your, your cable VOD type of deal. It is a totally charming movie. And I love it. I love it a bunch. Adam Conover, Rhea Butcher, Phil Jupiter, Sadie Hasler, thank you so much for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones, thanks for listening. We're sorry about so much of what went on in today's show. (laughs) And we'll see you next time on International (laughs) Waters. Bye-bye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Adam Conover, Rhea Butcher, Phil Jupitus, and Sadie Hasler. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by Chris Morris and at Max Fun HQ in Hollywood by Jennifer Marmer. The script was written by Asterius Kokonos, who I'm very sorry I've been saying his name wrong for the last few episodes, <laughs> and Sarah Morgan, and our producer is Colin Anderson. We'll see you next time. MaximumFun.org.